You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Welcome back to the huddle. It's a Thursday edition. I'm Tony, and today I'm joined by Corey. Howdy. You can find Corey on Twitter at WilkieWonkaFF. Make sure to find him and follow him, please. Um, some interesting stuff happened this week. Surprisingly, as you all know, the Patriots are tied up in another scandal for filming the Cincinnati Bengals on the sideline. And I don't know, I don't know how to feel other than confused, and I'm a little bit angry. Here's the deal. I want to get out ahead of this. First of all, I love greatness. I love excellence. I love watching somebody who's the best in their business. I don't like cheaters. There's no way around it, guys. How many times can you, how many times can you be, I don't even know how to say what I'm feeling right now. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And for some reason, there's always smoke billowing out of the Patriots organization. I'm afraid that the Patriots legacy is on the line. I'm afraid that Bill Belichick's reputation could be tarnished and that Tom Brady might not be considered the goat that we all know that he really is, that he, that he is. Okay. So I don't want, I want to get out ahead of this right now. Tom Brady's probably one of the best quarterbacks that's ever played football. And Bill Belichick's one of the best head coaches that's ever coached. That's not up for debate. The way that they behave is where I have an issue. The integrity of it. I'm going to go all the way back to 2001 and 2002, their first two Super Bowl wins as a pair. Executives from both the Rams and the Panthers publicly accused the Patriots of filming their walkthroughs Saturday ahead of the two Super Bowls, both of them, one and two. Marty Herney, the GM of the Panthers, publicly said he absolutely has proof that they did it. Okay, strike one. Not that big of a deal. We can't prove that, right? He didn't prove that. So that was never proven. That didn't happen, right? Yeah, you'd think if he was going to make the accusation, he'd just prove it. But I understand why he didn't, too. I mean, maybe he couldn't, but I do understand why he didn't right. air out all the laundry. Fast forward a little bit to Spygate the first time. Caught red-handed. Bill Belichick got fined half a million dollars and the team lost their first round pick and paid another quarter of a million because the league determined that the Patriots were illegally spying on other teams. Now, here's what I want to address. So what, what was happening at the Browns-Bengals game happens every week all across the league. Advanced scouts go out, they watch the game, they study the plays, they study the play calls, they look at the coaches, they, try to, they will try to learn your signals. Nothing against the rules about learning what a team is doing 
and reporting it back to your team. The problem comes in when you record it. Yeah. You got to keep it in your brain. Got to keep it in your brain. And that's what gives some teams like the Patriots that gives them advantage. They can get the better guys. There are better guys. There are guys that are better at that. Just like anything else. The Patriots, uh, their guy locks it all into his brain and writes it down on cue cards and they practice with it for a week. I mean, this is real. It's a skill. So there's nothing wrong with, with, with watching the hand signals. The problem comes in when you film it because then you can go back and everybody can see the exact same thing. It takes the skill, the talent out of scouting. What could we, why, why do we need a scout if we can just record it, right? So anyway, first spy gate cost Bill half a million dollars, cost the team $250,000, and they lost their first round pick. Fast forward a couple of years. What is that, strike two now? Yeah, strike two. So let's fast forward a couple of years. People admitted to low-level employees, low-level employees of the Patriots organization would steal play sheets from opposing teams to have their plays. I mean, did that happen or did it not happen? Because a bunch of people said that it did. I, don't, I think that's another one of those things that never fully came to light. We don't, we don't get it all the way, okay? So it is what it is. But they're adding up. Dude, this stuff adds up real quick. How many times do you, do you have to ask the question, where there's smoke, there's fire? That's what I'm trying to say. And the Patriots have a lot of smoke. Let's fast forward some more. AFC playoff game, AFC championship game. I don't know if Tom Brady knew. I don't know if Bill Belichick knew. I don't think they did, by the way. About 11 of 12 footballs being two pounds underweight. I don't think they knew about that. Like, like two pounds of weight or air pressure? <laughs> two, two pounds of two pounds per square inch of air pressure. I was like, damn, how heavy is a football? Yeah, I don't know how heavy a football is. I think it's a pound. Anyway, I don't think <laughs> I'm not trying to say that Tom Brady and Bill Pelichek are cheaters, but something is up here. When we have a consistent issue, something is there. Sometimes the boss wants you to do things that he can't know about. That's reality. Sometimes there are expectations that can't be said. Is that what's happening here? Those are typically not very good environments to be in. Is that what's going on right now? I don't know. But I know that every time one of these things comes up, it's a low-level employee. Here's what Bill had to say. Um, the first time, the first Spygate, here's what Bill had to say before all of that unraveled. It's, it's embarrassing. It's absurd. I mean, he didn't have any knowledge of football. He was our third video assistant. That guy's their third video assistant. Did I already read the release for this incident? I don't think I did. I'll try to make it brief, because you've probably already seen it. The sole purpose of the filming was to provide an illustration of advanced scout on the work on the road. No intention of using footage for any other purpose. We understand and acknowledge that our video crew, which included independent contractors, that's important, Independent contractors shot the video, unknowingly violated a league policy by filming the field and the sideline from the press box. Pump the brakes. Red flag. It's, it's embarrassing. It's absurd. 
I mean, he didn't have any knowledge of football. He was our third video assistant. These guys aren't third video assistants. And even if they are, they're wearing a jacket that has the Patriots logo on it. So if you want to say that they're independent contractors or they're third video assistants or they're just a ball boy, they're your ball boy. You better own that and stop pretending that anything goes on in football operations without Bill Belichick knowing about it. Okay, so there's a point that I'll make later. Maybe. I don't know if I need to. Because this really isn't about me not disliking these guys. I, I like watching them. I expect, I respect what they've done, what they are. But I don't fully buy into the idea that Bill Belichick is some angel that has no idea why his team's the only team that has all this drama. I'm not buying that, folks. The Browns have drama, but it's legal drama. The Raiders and Antonio Brown had drama. Legal drama. I take that back. Odell Beckham had a problem with the Browns with his shoes and his visor. Technically, those are violations. It's cheating. <laughs> the, the cleats weren't cheating. Not the same. Anyway, I'm being, I'm being catty. That's not the point. What about the watch? <sighs> I got on a tangent there. The fact is, every time something comes up, we point the fingers at the lowest on the totem pole. That's a red flag to me. Oh, and by the way, with the flight gate, so here's what went on with the flight gate. 11 to 12 balls were two pounds underinflated. Never would have come up except Dequell Jackson intercepted a ball at the end of the second quarter. Thought something was up with that. Took it to the Colts equipment staff. Officials were informed. Half time, it all comes out. All the balls are too underinflated. Now, I will say that 28 points were scored in the second half with legitimately inflated footballs. So I don't know. This is going to help me make the point a little bit. I don't know how much the underinflated footballs matter. It probably doesn't matter. They're still the best in the business. That's what I'm trying to say here. Why cheat if it's not going to help you? Did it really help? It was cold. It was rainy. It was a bad weather game in New England. But you didn't need to do that. So I'll put another asterisk next to your name for that Super Bowl. So now I've got Spygate. You're stealing play sheets. You're deflating footballs. Here we are again being questioned. I think this situation where the Patriots were filming Cincinnati and Cleveland was probably mostly legitimate. Oh, and hey, by the way, if you could, maybe just forget your camera right there for a second. Maybe. Maybe. That's the worst of it. That's the, that's the absolute worst of this. Because I, the only thing I can think of that would make me think that the Bengals need to be recorded is because Joe Burrow's coming to town next year. But that's a stretch. I'm really stretching there. Outside of that, the Patriots are coming into to Cincinnati and they're going to lay a can, if you know what I'm trying to say. Am I out of line here? I think that all these asterisks, Corey, I need you to help me out here because I think it's going to, especially if the Patriots don't win and Tom Brady doesn't win, if nobody wins any more rings, this is it. This is the last thing we're going to hear. 
I think their their reputation for this entire dynasty that they've would le- mostly legitimately created is on the line. Is this crazy talk? I mean, we're going to forget about this in a year or two. I mean, even if something comes out and we can prove that they did something wrong, we're going to forget about it. It's not going to tarnish their legacy. We're going to remember Tom Brady as the goat and Bill Belichick as one of the greatest coaches of all time. But should it tarnish their legacy? I think, I think that potentially it's really close to, it's really close to what steroids were to baseball. No. So here's my thing. What, when is the last time you heard of another team cheating? Have you ever in the NFL? Oh yeah, absolutely. The Colts piped in noise, <laughs> right? I I've heard that. Okay. I, I don't know the story. Were they good when that was happening? I understand. Listen. So here, here's what I'm saying is if, what if a uh, Miami Dolphins guy was up there filming, would we, would we even be hearing about that? Here's the problem. Here's the problem with that. I understand. I see where you're going and I appreciate it, but here's my problem. You don't get fined half a million dollars. You don't find a head coach half a million dollars for being good and being accused of cheating. You just don't. All kinds. There have been, I'm, I omitted so many. There's this weird website I found online that will tell you every accusation lobbied against a team in the NFL for cheating. It was crazy. Oh, wow. And I would say three quarters of them all, nobody found anything. There was no, no punishment. Okay. I acknowledge, first of all, everybody cheats. And I acknowledge that most people aren't getting caught. The difference is the Patriots keep getting caught. So I believe if they're the only ones getting caught and being fined and losing draft picks, which by the way, isn't that big of a deal when you're picking Sony Michelle and Nikhil Harry in the first round. I'm kidding. It is a big deal, but these other teams aren't getting fined. So the question should be, instead of when's the last time you heard of somebody cheating, when's the last time somebody got caught cheating? Because I think it was the Patriots and the time before that was probably the Patriots too. Okay. Well, if you want to talk about times they get caught, then you can take that first asterisk off from 2000, 2001. You can remove that one. Okay. Okay. No, I agree. I, I don't want to get lost on this. I, I wanted to. I almost want to put this conversation down because I just wanted to acknowledge. It. I felt like we had a, a, like, I don't find the news. The news finds me kind of like the corny thing, but when something like this comes up, I feel like we have to address it. I don't know how it's going to shake out at the end of the day. If what was happening was perfectly legitimate, let's all move on. Let's be done with this. Well, I, th- I think we're just going to move on anyways. Like I said, in a year, we're not even going to remember this. And I think it's legitimate for all the Patriots fans who are gone. I'm sorry that I didn't say it sooner. This could be a perfectly legitimate situation. The Browns were informed. They knew that Patriots were going to be there. They knew where they're going to be filming. They knew why they were filming. This might be much to do about nothing. I'm just saying that it's another mark on the legacy. That's all. So we have an AFC game that nobody cared about that all of a sudden is going to be talked about. Patriots versus the Bengals. Can we move on to the AFC game I want to talk about? You have a problem with that, Corey? Oh, no, I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Titans host to the Houston Texans this week. Is that a one o'clock game? 
Uh, yeah, I believe so. I'll double check though. Titans are a team that have really come up and the Texans are a team that have really come down. Both teams are eight and five. So this matchup on Sunday will decide the AFC South. For now. For now. They play each other again in two weeks. Yeah, it's another big game. It'll be another big game. That's the game that will decide the AFC South. As it sits right now, Ryan Tannehill has lost just one game since becoming a starter. And they have all the momentum in the world. The Titans are a team that have really caught me off guard. The offensive line has stayed healthy. Derrick Henry, for the first time in his career, has been consistently electric. They finally let him lose. They, they let him lose. We, we addressed that last week. Yeah, they've, they held him back for a long time, for whatever reason. Maybe it was for a good reason. I don't know. Maybe it was just idiocy. I, probably that. I mean, they kept Marcus Mariota as a starter for so long. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't. This game's exciting. Um, what's your take on it? Tell me, Corey. The Titans do look good. They're running the ball. They Honestly, they kind of look like the Colts did early in the season when they were being pretty dominant on the O-line. They weren't passing a whole lot. Tannehill's look good, way better than anybody expected, which kudos to them, huge pickup. I think they knew Mariota was, it was time for him to go. Give him one last shot, and they brought in Tannehill, which is perfect. I think Tannehill does Marcus Mariota better than Marcus Mariota does. Originally, I thought that Ryan Tannehill was just a Band-Aid, like a bridge. I don't think so. I think that, I think they're running with Marcus, with uh, Ryan Tannehill next year. And I think it's wheels up. They were just missing a couple pieces. They're going to go to the draft. They're going to increase that defense. They're going to, I mean, guys, I'm freaked out about Tennessee right now. Yeah, no, they definitely didn't bring him in to be a backup. And I think that's what everybody thought originally, but they're playing it smart. I'd like to talk about it sometime, but there's a lot to be said about not paying a quarterback a ton of money just to keep him around and being able to spend that money elsewhere, which is exactly, it's exactly what they're doing. And their team looks really good. And all those weapons around Tannehill are just helping him. And he looks awesome. He looks great. And AJ Brown looks great, by the way. They're, I mean, the whole thing looks great. Um, real quick, a couple of points on offense. 10th tenth highest points scored for the whole year. Right, Corey? Yeah, I w- when I was looking that up, I wasn't expecting that. I figured they'd be in the middle of the pack or towards the bottom. I should have looked up what they are over the last six or seven weeks. Yeah, uh, yeah, we should have. We'll do that next time. Yep. We're learning. We just got new equipment. Give us a break. I've spent all morning with my new equipment, by the way. This whole time I've been nudging Tony's mic closer to his mouth. He's used to that freaking blue Yeti. He'd sit back a foot away from the microphone and he starts standing back here where you could barely hear him. So I've been nudging it closer to him. Yeah. Texans. Let's talk about the Texans side on that thing. Um, Mentioned that Titans were 10th in the league with points scored. The Texans are right behind them. 11th in the league, which is, I think, surprisingly low to me. If the, Tux- if the Titans were a surprising number, the Texans should be too, because featuring Deshaun Watson, featuring DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, Kenny Stills has looked fantastic. What's happening in Texas? Well, they're 7th in rushing, which I didn't expect. What I like, I like the Texans here just because of Deshaun Watson, and I think Tannehill's due to come back down to earth. A lot of their offensive production has to do with 
the run game. And if the Texans find a way early <laughs> to either jump up on a lead to where they have to pass the football and they can take that run game away from the Titans. I think it's definitely in their favor. I, I don't think the Titans will be able to play keep up with the Texans if they get ahead. I don't know what to expect anymore. I've, I've really with Tannehill performing the way he's been doing with these young wide receivers performing the way they are. This game is one to watch for sure. Is it a part of the bet of the week? It might be on there. You ready to go to the bet of the week? Sure. Best bets of the week. Best bets of the week. Corey's going to go over four bets today. His current record is five, two, and one. Yes. Excellent. That's a winning record. What do you got today? Let's just rattle off the, the three or four games real quick. Uh, for this week? Yeah. I've got, I've got four. I've got the Patriots game, the Texans-Titans, the Dolphins, the Giants, and the Bills and Steelers. Those are my four games right now. Which one's strongest? Which one's your lock? Let's go over that first. My no, lock. no, 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 no. Let's go over that last. Yeah. Let's just start with the Texans and the Titans. We'll start right where we left off. Right now, currently, Texans are plus three. I like the Texans. I think they're going to be able to put it, like I said, put up points. They can do it early in the game. I think they just win this game. I, when I think about a team that's going to win games in the playoffs or just, I, just in general, I, I picture the Texans as a better team. Tannehill's due for a bad game, and the Titans are favored. Texan, Texans are getting three points, and I love that. Love it. So I'm rolling with the Texans here. Texans plus three. Next up, Dolphins at Giants. Take it away. We hit on the Dolphins last week. Kind of got a sweet spot for them. They don't have a lot of talent, but they play pretty well. I think they're well coached. And the Giants, is Eli, I'm pretty sure Eli Manning is going to start again this week, right? I was just going to the computer for the same thing. I should have looked that up. Keep going. Well, and I know Daniel Jones is still injured. So I guess there's a chance Daniel Jones plays, but... I don't think that makes a difference here. The Dolphins are getting three and a half and the Giants are a dumpster fire. Again, this is another away team, which I guess in my opinion, I don't think home field advantage is that big of a thing that exists personally. So I'll just, when I see a better team getting points, I'll take them. I don't think there's a lot of advantage to being at New York Giants. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. So we had some stuff go on there. So I don't know what I said last time, but a bunch just happened. <laughs> there were buttons pushed. Pages were rattled. I'm just trying. I'm going to say, I don't think there's a home field advantage for New York, but three and a half points kind of freaks me out here because they, the, I, yeah, it's the dolphins. It's a kind of a battle for last place. I don't know who's going to crap the bed worse. Really? I had, who did they play last week? I don't, I had the, the giants. No, the Dolphins, because I had them plus five last week and they covered the Jets, the Jets. So yeah. another bad New York team, Another bad New York team. Take the take the Dolphins, take the Dolphins plus three and a half. Next. Next, uh, I've got the Bills covering against the Steelers again. I get the Steelers are at home, but the Bills are the better football team and they're getting two points here. So. I'm just going to hammer it. I'm going to take the bills plus two. Um, 
very underrated football team. I'd like to spend a little more ta- uh, time talking about them sometime. Um, but I like the Bills. I think they can make some noise in the playoffs, and I think uh, Josh Allen, right? Yeah. He's really come around. He's a dual threat, and I think he's a huge advantage over whoever's playing quarterback for the Steelers. Duck Hodges. Is that who it is? Yeah, it's Duck Hodges. Yeah, so um, Bills plus two. Do you change your Do you change your bet if Juju and James Conner play? No. There you have it. Wait, we didn't talk about one. What didn't we talk about? We didn't talk about Patriots Cincinnati. Oh, that's right. So this is my fourth one. Um, Patriots are going to cover that nine and a half point spread. They're favored by nine and a half. Is that, that because they know the place? Yeah, that's exactly why. Because they they have all the answers. So <laughs> there's not a doubt in my mind. They're sitting in their their layer right now, reviewing the uh, hand signals. And on top of that, Cincinnati's absolutely atrocious. One of the, I think it's like first or second worst defense in the league yard wise, and. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals are also a dumpster fire. Well, the Bengals are in some trouble. Yeah. Uh, and Patriots are coming off two losses, which hasn't happened since. I thought you had that stat. Well, I didn't have the last time it happened. Actually, I did write it down somewhere. We'll get there quick. I think, um, yeah, even if the, without setting the controversy aside and not joking about the filming of eight minutes of Cincinnati sideline. <laughs> Because really, by the way, I don't know that that was malicious. But anyway, <laughs> Patriots are much better than 10 points better. Exactly. That's and they're the going to be real pissed off. Yeah, that, that's the bet of the week right there. That's the bet of the week. Best bets of the week. That's it. That's what I got today, guys. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. 10 and three Patriots have now lost two in a row and three of their past five games. I don't have the last time that that happened. But it's three of the last five. I mean, they've lost to are these are the teams they lost to: Baltimore, Houston, Kansas City. Those are the those are the three that they've lost to in the last five. So they've lost to really good teams. Those are good football teams. The Patri- playoff teams. Patriots aren't as good as they have been. They. I mean, that are kind not of, looking that way. That proves it right there. I mean, I was impressed that Kansas City went into their house and beat uh, Patriots. It's impressive. Was impressive. I hope this has been impressive. <laughs> the new sound drops. We have a new soundboard. We have new microphones. Hit the subscribe button, please. It means the world to me. It means the world to Corey, too. Now we're on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We're on YouTube. Pretty much if you have an app that spits out audio, we're on there. We are on there. We'll catch you next week, guys. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle Up. Team on three. One, two, three. three. <laughs> <laughs> I've needed a vape for like 45 minutes. <laughs> that, that, that's the last Alexa, thing, that's Alexa last just thing piped I up. expected. I, I would have expected a phone way before that happened. I don't know. What did it say? What? What did that say? I, I didn't hear it. Okay. I guess we'll find out later. <laughs> yeah, we can take this out. Thrown off a little bit. No, we don't need to. T- We're taking this part out. We're going to edit it out afterwards. Why? Because. Almost out of time anyway. We have two more bets. It's going to be we recorded. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be a 30 minute show. We're at 25 minutes right now. Nice. So hold on. Nice. Back up a little bit.
Nice. So, hold on. Back up a little. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 uh. Nice. So. Uh, uh, uh.